What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go papertarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Go behind the wheel, under the hood, and beyond with Car Stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Car Stuff. I'm Scott Benjamin. And I'm I'm Ben Bolin, uh still. I catch you off guard, Ben? To this day, just yeah. a little bit. Oh. You guys, uh, I, I hate it when people say this to me, but it is true. You guys don't even know. Scott Benjamin off air is uh, just a rapacious wit. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're quick with a joke. And uh, uh, yeah. I can't believe you start. I started off the podcast trying to uh, muffle my laughter. <laughs> As you normally do. As right? I normally it's, do. Uh, it's so fun. I'm I'm just such really a is, yeah. you know, and I'm a jolly person. Well, you really are. Thanks, man. You really are. Yeah, you are. You are too. You know what? I want to talk about something that's uh, well, I maybe not so jolly. Is not quite jolly? jolly. Well, you know what it is. It's about saving lives. Well, right? I'm all about. Yeah, who is not say. about saving lives? This is awkward, isn't it? It's it's yeah, a little but, it's a little weird actually. This subject uh, is about red lights and the cameras at red lights. Yeah, and. Do they save lives? Well, That's this the is going to get a lot of uh, this is a lot of people riled up. I yeah. think. I think we're going to get some listener mail from this. Oh, definitely. Because um, a lot of people feel strong either way about this. Now, when when you hear about a red light system in, a, mm-hmm. in an intersection, mm-hmm. a lot of people, the very first thing that they say, revenue generator. Oh yeah, because it just sits there and blindly takes photographs of of motion, and uh, and it just generates revenue for the county, the state, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, just. Continuously, 24 hours a day. Those cameras, some people believe, are just uh, a license to tax people. Yeah, and these aren't speeding cameras. These are these are the ones that uh, catch uh, people that are traveling through a red light or an mm-hmm. intersection when they're not supposed to be. Or waiting in the intersection to make a left. They've let out into the intersection, yeah. turns red. You can still get a ticket yeah. for that. What's your general opinion about this? About the about red, light, the red cameras? light cameras? Um, I would like to – Don't hold back. Okay. As a driver, I don't care for them. It does change your behavior. It It is true. It really does. You won't, you will not push a a yellow light as hard as you would 
uh, without a camera. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's empirically in proven. An, in a known intersection, if you know it's there, right. you're going to back off or you're mm-hmm. going to do everything you can to stop. See, that's my thing. I think that if those cameras are there, it needs to be very apparent that they are there. I think you know? for the most part, it's pretty clear. Yeah, they have clear. posted signs. I've got uh, I've got a few on my way home that I and I know which intersections those are in. Uh huh. And I'm especially cautious around those intersections because I know that they're there. I know that if I mm-hmm. ever get caught in the middle somehow, even mm-hmm. if I'm just trying to make a left hand turn, and uh, you know I ease myself out and and I'm waiting, I, I don't want to be caught in a situation where I'm on any of those cameras in the middle of the intersection. When a red light appears, even if it's you know traffic's fault, or yeah. if uh, you know that you know you get stuck and you can't quite finish your it's left blocked until or something. yeah, exactly, exactly. But, uh, yeah, it definitely gives you a financial incentive not to be a fish out of water, right? <laughs> That's right, but, but it's yeah. not supposed to be an inf- a financial incentive. Well, for for you as a uh, for you as a driver, for me as a driver, it translates to a financial incentive because I don't want a ticket. Correct, correct. The the true meaning behind these things is safety. Yes, that's why the other that's why they're made. That's why they're made. Yeah, that's right. Now, but they've had I guess mixed reviews, mixed success, I, I should say, because mm-hmm. um a lot of people have had some uh well, yeah, they've had some success, I guess, in fighting red light camera uh, oh, yes. Sure. So they can say, you know, it wasn't me behind the wheel uh-huh. or, or, um, you know, I don't know, I, I don't know how you would fight something like that. My friends borrow my car. Yeah. On yes, a regular basis. My, uh, my twin brother was using the vehicle that day. Uh huh. And, uh, or, you know, the, the license plate's partially obscured or I, mm-hmm. it seems like there's a lot of reasons why you could argue against something like this, right? If that was me, then why is my luxurious mustache missing <laughs> from the, Camera picture, right? Luxurious mustache. Yeah, that's good. I go yeah. to court a lot. So. Yeah. <laughs> in disguise. Yeah, but that's good. a that's a good point. Well, People have had some success. Yeah, they have had some success in battling those tickets. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, I work I worked for a, a company for a while that had, had a um, furniture delivery service. Yeah. And uh, he, the owner, received a ticket in the mail. Not when I worked there, but prior to that, received a ticket in the mail um, for a red light camera violation, and he was able to win it because. They sent it. They simply sent it to the wrong person. It did show his vehicle, his his delivery van in in the shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was meant to be sent to the vehicle next to him uh, that it continued oh. through. Because in in the photos that are taken, it's taken you know one and a half. I'm just going to make something up. Uh, one and a half seconds before the, the light turns red, when the light turns red, and then one and a half seconds after the light turns red. Mm-hmm. So you get a series of three photos or four photos or something like that. Um, his vehicle never moved through the whole sequence. It was stopped. Um, but the car next to him had moved through. And, uh, so it was really a, a cut and dry case. And he just said, this isn't my ticket, really. You should have mm-hmm. sent it to this guy. Um, but yeah, I can, I can see where this thing would be, um, uh, deterring people from going through. Well, let's paint a picture. When we say it's for safety, let's go ahead and prove that, right? Yeah. Um, because this is from the Insurance Institute of Highway Safety. Mm-hmm. They sound pretty legit, right? Yeah, very uh, recent press release. Very re, uh, yeah. And, um, I'm, you should do – you check out the press release. I'm going to just uh, – a couple of their facts about red light runners. Sure. Okay. So I'm going to, I guess, read a couple of facts about the red light runners. Um, people who run red lights in the U.S. Uh, can S- cause – Scoundrels. Yeah. Well, who has it? <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's not let's not cast that no, first no, stone. No, no. Scoundrels, Ben. Okay. I'm, I have been a scoundrel yeah. in my life, in me, my checkered past. Me as, too, by As of you. Yeah. 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 But uh, – so thousands of people are hurt 
each year. Uh, hundreds actually die, uh, and this can be attributed to people running red lights. Uh, in 2009, it's estimated that uh, 676 people were killed uh, due to these red light running incidents. In one year? In one year, wow. over the course of 2009. And they're not exactly sure about this number, but definitely over 100,000 people injured. So about half of these deaths, of these uh, almost 700 deaths, uh, came about with pedestrians or people on bicycles or people who were passengers in other vehicles. And they're not sure of the number because of eyewitness accounts. Um, it depends on, you know, it's a he said, she said type thing. Quite possibly. Yeah, so it's, uh, you know, I had the green light. No, you didn't. Yes, I mm-hmm. did. And there's no camera, no nothing to document what really happened. So it's just mm-hmm. uh, his word against his word. Or- and and running a red light is one of the, creates one of the most common crash situations in the states. I would think it would because um, <laughs> this is where everybody comes together. I mean, you've seen some pretty complicated <laughs> right. intersections. Yeah, and uh, I could see how it happens often. Mm-hmm. And mean, it, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say we've got some uh, we've got some doozies up here in the Atlanta metro area. Um, there's a couple of infamous ones around Cobb mm-hmm. in Cobb County, which yeah. is. Uh, bit- I'm sure everybody can think of some within 10 miles of their home oh, sure uh, that uh, that are complex or just are just abnormally large intersections that have a lot of traffic. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, there's some confusion as to, yeah, you know, turning left, you have to go a long, long distance to turn left. Have you ever, you've dealt with those before, right? Yes. The, the, the opposing road comes in at a weird angle. Sure. Um, some are, you know, more than 90 degree turns. There's uh, uh, a really unusual situation. Where there's more so, than two roads intersecting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And there's a, there's just a lot of confusion at these places and, and, uh, the cameras, um, hopefully prevent some of this from, from happening. Yeah. There That's we the go. idea. Well, so here we are, right? We're, we're, uh, Anytown, USA, mm-hmm. and we know that one of the most common causes of an accident is, uh, is somebody running a red light, mm-hmm. whether accidentally or intentionally. Uh, but we also know we don't have the, uh, cops, we don't have the law enforcement necessary to keep these people on their P's and Q's. So what do we do? Yeah, you can't camp somebody out at the intersection 24 hours a day and, and watching what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just not possible. So these red light cameras serve a, uh, a purpose to do that. And as long as they're well posted, people know that they're there, like you and I, Ben, they hopefully you know back off a little bit on that one. And, and maybe if we can get these in, and not that I'm advocating this or anything, but I'm saying if you know they were, they were in more at more intersections, mm-hmm. might be safer. And Might be. You never know. I mean, based on this this uh, information that we're getting from the IIHS, mm-hmm. uh, we are hoping that uh, you know you'll, you'll see the same way. Break down that uh, press release. Yeah. Okay. I, there's a section of this press release that I want to read, and it's not too long. I'll go through it really quick. Uh, but it does. I, I was telling Ben, I was going to simplify this whole thing and just make it real quick. But um, <laughs> this really has a lot of information. That I think you need to know. Otherwise, it just doesn't all make sense. So. Yeah. Uh, just a small portion of it, then we'll, we'll move on, I promise. But, um, okay. So from the press release from the IIHS, uh, looking at nine, at the 99 U.S. cities with populations over 200,000, the researchers compared those with red light cameras pro- programs to those without because they wanted to see how the rate of fatal crashes changed after the introduction of the cameras. See, that's critical right there. How Not it changes. Sense. And that's how they determine if lives are saved is because if it changes after the introduction of the camera. Now, We'll talk about that in a moment, too, because there's another right. number that follows with that. Um, so they compared the two periods from 2004 to 2008 and then from 1992 to 1996. Cities that had cameras during uh, 1992 to 96 were excluded from the analysis, 
as were the cities that had cameras for only part of the later study period. Uh, the researchers found that in the 14 cities that had cameras during 2004 to 2008, here this is important, the combined per capita rate of fatal red light running crashes fell 35% uh, compared with the same uh, same amount of time between 1992 and 96. Um, okay, but note this. Here's, here's what's important about this. The rate also fell in the 48 cities without camera programs in either period, but it only fell by 14%. Mm-hmm. So overall – Red light runners, uh, I guess the, the percentage went down in the number of fatal crashes at those intersections by 14% across the board. But in the cities with the red light systems, it fell by 35% so that's at a, those intersections. 21% difference. Yeah, exactly. 21% greater difference. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's an astounding, huge number. Uh, so based on that comparison, they concluded that the rate of uh, fatal red light crashes during in cities with cameras in 2004 was 24% lower than it would have been without cameras. Mm-hmm. That it, wait, 24? Uh, 24% lower. Hmm. That should be 21, I think. Is that it should typo? be, yeah. I think it's 21%. All right, anyways, that adds up to 74 fewer <laughs> t- fatality red light running crashes, or given the average number of fatalities mm-hmm. per red light running crash, approximately 83 lives saved. All right, you got it? 83 yeah. lives saved in that t- period of time at those, at just at those intersections. Um, so the actual benefit's even bigger. The rate of all fatal crashes at intersections with signals, not just red light running crashes, fell 14% um, and crept up 2% in non-camera cities. Mm-hmm. Okay, so in the camera cities, there were 17% fewer. See what I mean by this? It's getting complicated. Well, there were 17% yeah. fewer fatal crashes per capita intersections signals with, uh, in 2004, 2008 than would have been expected. Mm-hmm. All right. That translates into 159 people who are alive because of the automated enforcement programs. So 159 people who are alive based on those numbers, based on the decrease in percentages. Right. Um, and that's comparing apples to apples because that's the, that's the cities that had them in 2004 to 2008 did not in 96 to 92 or 92 to 96. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think this is a good, good way to do this. I mean, how else you going to say that, you know, we saved a life? It's like, well, somebody, Slammed on the brakes. Mm-hmm. They got rear-ended at the intersection, didn't get hurt, but uh, they saved a life of someone who passed by. You can't Let, say that. Let's talk about that because that is a criticism that people have uh, where they say that the uh, red light cameras may actually – let's see. Here we go. Um, from their uh, – one of the questions they asked frequently, mm-hmm. um, hey, don't red light cameras encourage drivers to stop short, increasing the risk of a rear-ring collision? Who is that, Foghorn Leghorn? I don't know. It's somebody. Yeah. It's uh, it's random <laughs> voice. That's good. Thank you, man. So Random Voice asked uh, that question. And I then, see. <laughs> yes. And uh, some uh, – the answer is that while there are studies that show that red light cameras uh, reduce front into side collisions, uh, they can increase rear end crashes. Okay. Um, which does make sense if someone's slamming on the I brakes. I understand that. I, I completely understand that because I've been in a position where it's like – uh, I can't make it. I, I hit the yeah. brakes a little harder than I would have, and mm-hmm. you know you got to pay attention to what's going on behind you too. But um, I don't know what I, I would think that there's a far less likelihood of yes. that being a fatal accident versus a, a side impact, which are incredibly brutal. Exactly. Side impacts are terrible collisions. Yeah, T bones. Nobody wants a T bone. Oh, you've seen you've seen the side impacts. Uh, you know, the, a lot of the, the footage. That we see the slow motion footage mm-hmm. of the uh, um, the side impacts that are done in test labs, oh, and yeah. uh, brutal. Those look horrible, right? Those are, I mean, the, the car comes into the vehicle, the, the person's head sometimes. This is worst case. I mean, if no, there's mm-hmm. no head airbags, uh, goes through the window, sometimes strikes the other vehicle's hood. 
Um, and those, those tests, believe it or not, are done, they look like they're done at about 80 miles an hour. They're done at something like 30 miles an hour. And you know that somebody running through a red light at an intersection is not going mm-hmm. 30 miles an hour. They're often, you know, you can't say always, but 50, 60 miles an hour, especially yeah. when they're, you know, goosing a little bit, trying to get through the intersection faster, uh, when they shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, and, and they may be the ones that are struck as well. Um, but, uh, side impacts are far more brutal than a rear impact typically. So this is sort of choosing, I guess, uh, between the lesser of two accidents. Yeah, I think so. Um, one, one last thing with the press release that takes it a little bit further. There's a neat little statistic they have in there that says, uh, based on the calculations that, uh, you and I have gone over here briefly, Scott, <laughs> yeah, um, if in a red, confusing manner, if, uh, no, no, it makes sense. If, if red light cameras have been in place for all five years of, mm-hmm. uh, of this study period in all 99 uh, cities, um, you know, again, with populations over 200,000, then a total of 815 uh, that lives could have been saved. Wow. Which is just amazing. It could have saved 815 lives. Mm-hmm. So this is cities over with a population over 200,000. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's a big city still. Yeah, that's that's interesting. That's uh, so we're talking about they they can say that they've saved in this period, time period 159. Mm-hmm. The number could go as high as 815 had they been instituted in all these cities. Mm-hmm. So they're talking about you know cities that um, are courageous enough to include these red light cameras, right? Uh, whereas you know and you know how it happens locally when they want to do something like this. Stuff. Oh, it's a tax increase. <laughs> it is. It's a tax increase. People get very upset, and mm-hmm. uh, you know they say it's just a revenue generator. It's a way to to uh, to you know, to milk every dime they can out of the citizens. And, yeah. you know, I can understand people getting angry about something like this. But um, when you look at the data like this, you see what good it does. Mm-hmm. If you're not somebody that is going to violate this, I don't know what the problem would be. Yeah, it would appear that the answer to this question, do red light cameras save lives, is a resounding yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're right. It's definitely, it's, well, it's definitely yes. Mm-hmm. Um <sighs> I don't know. Is is there a is there a uh, a good reason for them to be there, Ben? That's the question. Like, you know, do do people do people feel that like you know do they do they still feel like it's just a revenue generator? Do they still feel like it's an invasion of privacy in some way? Do they feel like uh, this is just you know a Big Brother type thing? You know, that, right? That, um, or is it just too much of an intrusion into their, their lives? But so, really, it's stopping them from running a red light, or it's supposed to stop them mm-hmm. from running a red light. And mm-hmm. when they do, it's just telling them, hey, you're getting a slap on the wrist because you did. I've got something for you here. Uh, What's that? The answer to that question. All right. Uh, so someone says, hey, isn't the main purpose of red light cameras to make money? And that's random voice, too. <laughs> I'm, I'm running low on voices, man. <laughs> that's all right. Uh, so the answer here is um, – According to our friends at the Institute of Highway Safety there, um, is a re- no. The objective of photo enforcement is to deter violators, not to catch them. So they're saying, look, we don't want you to get in trouble and pay money. Says the agency putting up the cameras. Says the agency. You're right. You're right. Right. Same. Um, I'm like the other little guy on your shoulder. That's perfect. Yeah. Um, so si- they say, of course, they've got signage and campaigns that warn drivers about the photo enforcement. Um, revenue is generated from fines paid by drivers who continue to run red lights, but this is a fundamental component of all traffic enforcement programs. And they say, ideally, ticket revenue should decline over time as the cameras succeed in deterring would-be uh, red light runners. Oh, okay. So it's, a, so it's illegal to run a red light. Mm-hmm. 
it's uh, it, so you shouldn't be doing it, right? Yeah. Okay. Illegal to run it. It's uh, it's something that sometimes people do. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people get caught by police officers. Sure. So you know, it's not something that you would never get a ticket for if uh, if you were you know didn't have the red light system, right? right? Because of the system, it's just simply catching the people that do do this. And if you don't run a red light, you don't pay, right? Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like, if I don't if I don't ever run a red light, I don't ever pay. So it shouldn't bother me that it's there, but um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe it just does a little bit. There's this one this one last sentence I wanted to save for you because oh, I yeah. knew you'd like this one. Uh, they claim that independent audits of red light camera enforcement have shown that in some jurisdictions the fines exceed the cost of the program, but in other jurisdictions the programs don't break even. So not every not every town or city that has these programs is actually seeing some sort of lucrative return. So they've paid more money for the equipment mm-hmm. and the installation and the maintenance than uh, than they make out of tickets. Which I, I must say does add credence to the argument that it's a safety first issue. True, true, good point. All right, well, I guess uh, I guess the only thing that's left then is to have our listeners write in and mm-hmm. give us their feelings on the issue because. Um, I kind of get a feeling for how we feel about it. I mean, yeah. we're back and forth about it, but uh, what do you think, really? Just let us yeah. know. Uh, I'll go ahead and say, personally, I think it's a hassle, and I actually, on my way home, uh, I avoid uh, intersections that I know have to get really? if it's, I can. It's, yeah. it's unavoidable for me, and uh, I've lived to deal or learned to deal with them. So, um, and, and I'm not a red light runner anyways, but right. I'm extra cautious at those intersections because I know that uh, I just don't want to be caught stuck out in traffic somehow. Yeah. So uh, that's our take on it, guys. Of course, we would love to hear yours. Uh, you can tell us on Facebook and Twitter. You can hit us up on the blog. And you can always write to us directly at carstuff at howstuffworks.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit howstuffworks.com. To learn more about the podcast, click on the podcast icon in the upper right corner of our homepage. The HowStuffWorks iPhone app has arrived. Download it today on iTunes. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.